I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 120 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about how Trump is setting himself up as a fall guy. Okay, so I really do think that President Trump is setting himself up as a fall guy. He is going to get a lot of blame before all of this is said and done. And part of the reason he's going to get so much blame is because he's taking credit now for things he really shouldn't be taking credit for. And I'm talking about in the realm of the U.S. economy. Now, to really understand what I'm getting at here, we need to go back to Trump when he was campaigning for president. Now, if you'll remember, Trump campaigned on the idea that the recovery was fake. He talked about how the jobs numbers were skewed. He said there might be 20 to 30 percent unemployment, not the dropping unemployment that we were seeing under Obama. He said that the growth numbers were fake. He said we shouldn't trust all of these government metrics that were telling us that the economy was improving. And when it came to the stock market, President Trump Then candidate Trump actually called it a great, big, fat, ugly bubble. Now, Trump was absolutely right when he was talking about those things. The unemployment numbers were juiced. The stock market was certainly a big, fat, ugly bubble. But here's the thing. Today, we have pretty much the exact same economy that we had in the last few years of the Bush administration. But now, all of a sudden... Everything is great. It's all because Donald Trump's policies are so awesome. And now we have amazing economic growth, and we have the lowest unemployment in decades, and everything is amazing. And it's all because of Donald Trump. Yippee-yay. Woohoo! Now, if I was a Democrat, I would just argue that Trump is riding on Obama's coattails. Because really, if you look at the numbers, the trajectory of growth is pretty much the same now as it was under the last few years of Obama. I mean, it's not that much different. It's the same economy. So the big number that we've seen recently that everybody's touting is the the huge success of Trump is the 4.2% GDP growth. And that's pretty solid. I'll grant you that. But if you go back and look at uh, the Obama administration since the uh, fourth quarter of 2011, he had one, two, three, four. He had four quarters over 4% growth. And actually, in the third quarter of 2014, uh, Obama brought in 5.2% 
GDP growth. Now, were all of the Republicans and all of the Trump supporters who were bragging about Trump's 4.2% and giving the president credit for this, were they saying back in 2013 that Obama was doing great because he uh, brought about 5.2% GDP growth? I kind of doubt it. And that's, you know, that's stupid partisan politics because here's the reality and here's where Trump's going to get himself into trouble. This has nothing to do with Obama, and it has nothing to do with the president. The reason that we've seen the growth that we've seen is because of the Federal Reserve. This is all artificial. It's built on easy money. It's built on low interest rates, and it's built on debt. In fact, Reuters put out a report the other day, and it shows that most of the economic growth that we've seen over the last couple of years has actually come from poor people spending more money. I'm not kidding. This is what the wonderful Trump economy is built on. According to this report, the bottom 60% of American income earners accounted for most of the rise in spending over the past two years, even as their finances worsened. The data shows that this rise in median expenditures has outpaced before-tax income for the lower 40% of earners in five years, the last five years, going up to mid-2017. So in other words, poor and middle-class Americans are driving the U.S. economy by spending more money than they earn. How is this possible? Well, Americans are dipping into their savings and they're running up their credit cards. The data on American indebtedness bears this out. Total household debt hit a record $13 trillion in 2017. This eclipses levels seen on the eve of the Great Recession. Americans have been burning up their credit cards. Revolving debt grew by $26 billion in the fourth quarter of 2017 alone. That's a 3.2% increase. Americans have run up nearly $1 trillion in credit card debt. Meanwhile, flows into serious delinquency have increased steadily since the third quarter of 2016. Subprime credit card delinquency rates have risen above levels seen during the financial crisis. Meanwhile, average savings have plunged to their lowest level since 2005, the height of the last bubble. So, we have people spending money based on easy credit, because interest rates are still artificially low. Keep this in mind. After the crash, the Federal Reserve dropped interest rates to zero, and they held them there for years. It was just in December of 2015 that the Fed started to move towards normalizing, rising rates up. Right now, we're at 2.0%, or 2.0 basis points. That's where the Fed funds rate is right now. Normal would be more in the range of six. So we're pushing interest rates up, in an economy that is loaded down with debt, this is not sustainable in any way, shape, or form. So to give Trump credit for this booming economy is foolish. It's not Trump, and if you're a Democrat, it's not Obama. It all has to do with Federal Reserve manipulation of the money, and that is about to come to an end. In other words, these bubbles, the big, fat, ugly bubble that Donald Trump was talking about when he was campaigning is still a big, fat, ugly bubble, and it is going to burst. But Trump supporters, and more generally Republicans, they just don't seem to get this. They're running around. They're talking up the economy. They're bragging on Trump. They're giving him all the credit. They're talking about how it's all because of his tax cuts and because he's cut regulations and because of the great trade policies. And I'll just say one quick thing about the whole trade policy thing. 
you always have to remember that a tariff is a tax. And as Republicans have told me for years, you don't tax yourself into prosperity. So I'm not going to get into the whole trade thing. That's a whole nother episode. But these policies aren't what is creating this great economy. And Trump is running around. He's taking credit for it. He goes on Twitter and says, oh, look at these great unemployment numbers, which are pretty much the same as Obama's. Look at this great GDP growth. Well, Obama did it too. But you know, he's taking credit for all of this. And it's going to come back and bite him in the butt. Now, look, I'm not opposed to the policies, like tax cuts. Tax cuts are great. I'm all for tax cuts. But here's the problem. You can't fix something that is a systemic problem that was created by monetary policy with tax cuts. Now, I'll grant you this. It probably has kept things going a little bit longer than they would have. I really do think that if Hillary Clinton had been elected, we'd probably already be in a recession right now. So I do think some of the things that Trump has done in terms of the tax cuts, in terms of cutting regulations and doing things to try to boost economic output, I think that has helped. But like I said, it's not going to fix the underlying systemic problem, which is easy money and way, way, way too much debt. So what's going to happen is I will predict that in the next two years, we're going to go into a recession. The economy cannot handle the increasing interest rates. I think Trump knows that. He was complaining about the Fed raising interest rates the other day. This economy cannot take the high interest rates. High interest rates do not work in a economy saddled by debt. So it is going to come crashing down. And when that happens... Trump's going to be in trouble because the Democrats are going to say, oh, look, you were taking credit for all this. Well, it's your fault it crashed. It's your greed and your tax cuts did this. And and what we're going to see is we're going to see a swing to the left. Democrats are going to win the next election because they're going to run against Trump's economic policy. He took credit for it. And he's going to get the blame when it all comes crashing down. Of course, it's not going to be his fault. It's not going to be his fault anymore than this fake artificial boom that's going on right now is because of the wonderful and marvelous policies that he's implemented. This is just a continuation of the fake artificial boom that was going on when Obama was president, and it wasn't Obama's doing either. It all has to do with Federal Reserve policy, and if you're really going to understand the economy, you have to understand that. The bottom line is Trump is setting himself up as the fall guy by continually taking credit for something that's not his doing. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Tell your friends. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. If you have not done it already, please subscribe to the show over at iTunes. It doesn't cost you a dime. I really appreciate you listening, and I will talk to you next time.